0: I'm Brett Chang and I am Jay Rosenthal and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, May 9th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
1: Okay, so Jay, do you want to make a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars US? So you know, let's say like twelve fifty Canadian. Watching a day's worth of Fast and Furious. So Finance Buzz is offering just that to somebody willing to sit through the entirety of the franchise, documenting every instance of car damage and calculating all of the costs. Are you ready to appraise? Are you in appraisal mode?
0: I I am not, but I've done way dumber things for way less money. I've probably done this exact thing, but not gotten paid. So I don't think I would do it. Those movies are not great after the first one or two. I don't know.
1: I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it, and so I have no details, Jay. But I can imagine that there has to be some type of expertise that comes along with that. I can't look at a car accident and be like, "Oh, that's like six thousand dollars of damage right there." I, like, I, you need to be a professional. So I hope my hope is that Finance Buzz, whoever they pick, actually has the proper training to be able to see these accidents and appraise them with the correct cost. The last thing I would want is for the audience to be misled. So that's the only hope that I have.
0: It sounds like you're giving a free plug to Finance Buzz right now.
1: I've never heard of Finance Buzz in my life. It's a good stunt because they got us talking about it, so kudos to them.
0: Brett, aside from all the car accidents in Fast and the Furious, what do we have for Peak calls today?
1: For our first story, the Bank of Canada is exploring a digital dollar. For our second story, Europe is regulating AI. And for our last story, fake Lululemons.
0: For our first story, the Bank of Canada wants to know how you'd feel about swapping those cold, hard coins. For a less tangible alternative, Brett, what is the alternative? Well,
1: it's called the DigiDollar, and it would be a central bank digital currency, the CBDC, which is not a cryptocurrency, but a digital version of the current Canadian dollar.
0: 11 countries have already launched their own CBDCs, with another 18, including China, India, and Australia, currently conducting pilot programs.
1: And this is all happening because a Bank of Canada survey found the Canadians, on average, made only 22% of their purchases using cash in 2021. That's down from 11%. From 2017, while contactless payment it
0: actually surged. A digital dollar is maybe the next step in the digitization of currency, and it matters. Digital currencies have the potential to make it easier for governments to distribute cash benefits and could lead to lower transaction costs for things like sending international payments. But they present some challenges too, Brett.
1: So IMF analysts have raised concerns that digital currencies could be vulnerable to cyber attacks and may create privacy issues.
0: Yes, but a digital dollar isn't happening unless the Fed say so. As is, even the BOC believes that there's no urgent need for a digital dollar and that, this is a quote, cash isn't going anywhere.
1: It's like they say, Jay, cash is king. Plus, since we already have, you know, cards, the uptake of a digital currency could be underwhelming. You use debit cards and credit cards. That's kind of what happened in Nigeria, where despite having a crypto-loving populace that's short on physical cash, its new digital dollar has floundered. For our second story, when it comes to tech regulation, Europe is the friend who sucks it up and calls the Uber when everyone else pretends to be staring off into space. I know the feeling. Cracking down on AI is no exception. Jay, what's Europe's approach to AI regulation?
0: Per Wired, the European Parliament is close to landing an agreement that would outline its vision for regulating AI. Negotiations have been tense, with ideological divides among lawmakers, leading to heated debates on topics ranging from how they're going to define the thing being regulated to the degree of caution they should actually exercise.
1: The agreement will likely include a ban on some AI uses, like predictive policing and transparency requirements for high-risk systems, like those used in border control.
0: The ongoing discussions give us a look into the difficult balance lawmakers have to strike between protecting society from AI risks while also trying to reap its rewards.
1: And here's why it matters. You better believe other countries are taking notes as they figure out, well, first, what is AI in the first place? And second, what their response to its fast-growing role in daily life should be. It's going to be, have a spillover effect globally, just as we witnessed with the EU General Data Protection Regulation, Brandy Naniki of UC Berkeley told Wired.
0: In Canada, a combination of existing human rights law, tort law, Law, intellectual property law and privacy law that applies to tech partially regulates the AI industry right now, but we haven't developed new regulations specifically for the new tech.
1: Next, we still have a way to go until Europe has AI rules. The European Parliament should come to an agreement this month, then EU member states will have to buy in.
0: For our third and final story, want to get a free pair of Lululemon leggings? You just have to buy a fake pair first, Brett.
1: Yeah, here's what's driving the news, Chase. So last weekend, the Canadian athleisure leader, Lululemon, held a swap event in LA where people could trade in copycats of Lulu's popular Align pants for the real deal. The company also has swaps planned in other influencer hubs like London and Seoul.
0: It's happening because Lululemon is trying to combat the growing TikTok trend where influencers hawk dupes, simply the tiktok word for knockoffs, to their followers.
1: Videos using hashtag dupe have accrued over 3.5 billion views on TikTok. Lululemon is one of the most duped brands with hashtag Lululemon dupe videos racking up 180
0: million views. Yikes. By leaning into the fact that dupes are wildly popular, Lulu is betting on the belief that knockoffs can actually raise the profile of the genuine article.
1: Yes, but? the strategy might not work in the era of fake products. While finding cheap alternatives to high-end name brand items is as old as consumerism itself, the difference today is that getting spotted with a knockoff isn't embarrassing. It's actually kind of cool.
0: Unlike counterfeit Chanel, bags dupes don't have fake logos. To certain Gen Zers interested in anti-consumerism, recession core or de-influencing, this makes owning a dupe a flex, one marketing professor told CNN Business. Wow,
1: they sound really in touch with the youth. And it matters because while TikTokers will claim dupes are like literally the exact same as the products they're copying, that's often not the case. While dupes can be high quality, many are less durable than the OGs and make their way to landfills quicker, meaning consumers don't actually save money and the worst parts of fast fashion are exacerbated.
0: Always representing the man, Brett. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the
1: most listened to business news podcast in Canada.
0: If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review?
1: And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com.
0: Thank you, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals and Brett. I'm going to stop cheering on the hometown hockey team cuz I think I might be cursing.
1: Well, you can cheer them in the cup final.